Coming at you live from Master Closet Studios, you're listening to the only podcast on the internet recording from a zoo. Yeah. Yeah. Partially unrelated to Christmas, our pet count has increased by two this week. Yeah. Well, one of them was... I said partially unrelated okay. to Christmas, yeah. I forgot, I forgot. One was your present One was my present And then one was just because there was a bird available. Yeah. Corbin got a bird. Corbin got a bird. Because... Yeah, so. <laughs> All right. So we now have... Well, he, he bought the cage with the, the Christmas money. So, oh, 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 see, there you go. It's all boom. about, it's all about it's Christmas. All Christmas. It's all about so Christmas. We now have two dogs, a hedgehog, a bird, and a fish. Yep. And Trip has a punching bag. And no, I'm I'm like the a animal. literal punching bag. I, not... I'm the animal in, in my room. Ugh. Hey, yeah. it's the Moves and the Hoobian. <laughs> my name is Austin. I'm the Hoobian. These are my sons, Corbin and Trip. And, and we're the disgusting. <laughs> okay, this is the podcast wow. that introduces a whole new generation to Doctor Who by watching an episode each and every single week and discussing it from the perspective of a dad who's seen it before and, and two, two sons, sons who, who have got to adjust the or have. have we have seen we it. have now. Uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> and two sons who have. Uh, you want to try that again? Discussing it from the perspective of a dad who's seen it before. And, and two, two sons, sons who, who have, have seen it before. <laughs> <laughs> so, welcome to episode number 77, er, uh, 186, recovering the 2010 Christmas special, A Christmas Carol. This is the one where the doctor, where, what? Where? This is the one where Doctor Who does a wibbly wobbly Christmas Carol with space sharks. Ooh. <laughs> 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 perfect this is one where i accidentally read it before we got recording uh, and i said and i read what trip wrote and what and went woo <laughs> and he goes no no no, like spooky woo. Woo. <laughs> so woo. hey this is story number 213 good grief that was Jeez. a while ago originally aired december 25th 2010 remember when we had christmas specials guys? wait for it guys wait for it now 12 oh my point one one million viewers. Really? Would you say that's about like three times the average for season three? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. It's about. 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 Yeah, it's just about. We're riding in the low fours. Now that was not the, the overnight. The overnight was something like 10 or 11. But so still. It's still a pathetic 10 <laughs> million. Pathetic um, 11 but, and a half. But remember, man, like season openers draw a crowd, but nothing draws a crowd like a Christmas special. Man. Yeah. Those Doctor Who Christmas specials. Um, and I do, I, I you know, Russell T. Davies is going to is going to shake up a lot of things. He's going to he's going to do some new stuff. What I what I am not doing is jumping on the on the bandwagon of thank goodness Russell T. is coming back so the show can be like it used to be. Yeah, no. I don't want it to be like it, it used yeah. to be. I want it to be what it's going to be, and I I trust Russell T. to do well with that. With the one exception of I I do hope Christmas he brings back specials. Christmas specials because those were fun. And how by the way by the way how fun would it be for us to be able to for sit down to do on that. Christmas yeah. Day. And watch the new Doctor Who Christmas contribute special. to the count. Uh, yes, yes, be part of the millions. No, we still won't contribute oh, because yeah. we're in America. Yeah. yeah. So um, the only way we can do that is using a VPN and watching it on iPlayer. Hacking or into semi legally. Mm. But um, but yeah. By the way, if that's going to happen, if any of that's going to happen, and and you know we're going to start a new family Christmas tradition. It's going to be a weird tradition because it's only going to happen every few years, by the way, because there's not one scheduled for next year. And so Jody regenerates in November. And then the next thing that comes out, it's been officially announced. The next thing that comes out is the 60th anniversary episode. Is anybody else like going raw? Isn't that like 23? Like it is. It's yeah. So she regenerates November, 2022. 
with her episode that has something to do with the BBC centenary specials or whatever, uh, because the BBC turns a hundred uh, next fall. And then the following year, 2023 will be the 60th anniversary. And there was some talk about, is there going to be a season between, is there going to be a season, you know, Jody's going to regenerate. We'll meet the new doctor and then we'll get a season and then get the 60th. Apparently not. not. All indications right now are that we will meet the new doctor but not really, you know, regeneration meet. Yeah. But then we won't get to meet the new doctor until a 60th anniversary episode, which seems mm. cuckoo bananas to me that that's where we're going to. Meet. Yeah. Because, and that also like, that makes me really worried that it's not going to be a multi-doctor episode. I don't know. They could explore. It could, uh, it, it could be. They could explore I, who is this new doctor with several with the other, other doctors? doctors. I don't feel like that How would work. How weird would that be? Yeah. That would be I, personally. Very weird. I don't want to be having getting to know the new doctor while well, having okay. fun with all the old okay. ones. The other thing is, how much of a shadow does that cast over the new doctor? The new doctor's first episode is literally standing next to multiple or other doctors. Yeah, like that would just be a weird way to start. So I don't. I, I don't know what's going to happen there. But at any rate, back to this episode, December twenty fifth. 2010 to 12.11 million viewers written by Stephen Moffat. Of course, he was a showrunner. Oh, by the way, um, uh, I was listening back to an old episode. Um, I forget how we got down this path, but I ended up looking up something and was hearing y'all Tripp's voice just 18 months ago. Sounded like he was about four years old. And that got me all nostalgic. And I went back to episode 14. uh, That was David Tennant's first full episode. And um, I said in that episode that Russell T. Davies wrote that episode, but that Stephen Moffat was the showrunner. He was the big boss. And I was like, what? what? I was like, what was I thinking? All I can think is Stephen Moffat was the showrunner at the time when we were recording that episode. So I must have been confused thinking mm. that he had always been the showrunner. Mm. So anyways, at this point, he actually was the showrunner and he, he was the writer. So uh, this was uh, directed by Toby Haynes. I don't remember if we talked about this the last time we covered this episode. Toby Haynes did the Pandora opens and the big bang, the two part finale. He did the impossible astronaut, the day of the moon, which was the two part series opener. Huh. So that means he did the finale, then the Christmas special, then the opener making him the first. And I think so far only director to direct three consecutive Doctor Who stories. That were also arguably one of the best. Some of the best episodes Which also totals to five episodes. Five episodes. Yeah. Yeah, because it's two two two-parters. Three consecutive stories. Because you probably had, in Classic Who, you probably had directors that did five episodes in a row because they were, you know, parts six through 11 of the 12-parter or whatever. three different... Story. Yeah, this is three full stories. And and that's the other thing is, you know, sometimes you don't even have the same director on part one and part two. Yeah. Uh, in New Who. So um, I didn't have anything under miscellaneous trivia, but did have a few things in the cast that I wanted to talk about. First of all, we wanted to give a shout out to the guy that played. I'm sorry. I, no, I'm sorry. I think it was the woman who played the captain on the crashing ship. Pookie Quesnell. Yep. Awesome. Man. That's her name. That's all we wanted to say. I want that to be my name. Pookie, <laughs> Pookie Quesnel. Hey, Quesnel is just a great found a name yeah. for the bird if you haven't oh, said yeah. it. Uh, Quesnel. <laughs> Pookie Quesnel. Pookie Quesnel. 
Yeah, that's right. Um, on a more serious note, Kazran Sardik was played by Sir Michael Gambone. Gambon? Gam- Gambon. Gambonini. Yeah, I don't know. Gam- um, what? CBE, by the way, that's that's after his name. CBE. We'll get into that in a second. He is the second knight the second to knight. appear in Doctor Who, Derek Jacoby, who played uh, the master who was in disguise as Yana, who didn't know he was the master. Y'all remember this? Off at the end of the universe. He, oh, yeah. Yeah. Oh, um, yeah. Oh, with Jantho. Yeah. Chantho. Chantho Chantho was his uh, like assistant or whatever. Um, And so Derek Jacoby, Sir Derek Jacoby was the first knight to appear in Doctor Who. So uh, so this represents the second. You'll also remember uh, Michael Gambon as New Dumbledore, which I am pretty sure we did talk about uh, last time. Um, Oh, I know what the typo there was. He, not her. Okay, there you go. His sentence when you'll remember her was New Dumbledore. Remember then you'll remember him, him was, was New Dumbledore. You'll remember he was New Dumbledore. Yeah, Dad. That, uh, we talked about this before. So you had um, the, the original guy that played Dumbledore in the first, I believe, the first two movies tragically died. And so they needed to um, recast him. And uh, Michael Gammon got the, got the nod, which if in the moments where Kazran was not being ridiculously, you know, Scroogean. You could see a little Dumbledore poking through. Like in his moments of tenderness, you could sort of see it. But I mean, in the movie, he had, you know, really long hair, really long beard yeah, and was a nice, gentle guy. Whereas in this With thing, glasses. he was, uh, yeah. oh yeah, yeah. Uh, and, well, that, you know, a robe. And, uh, oh yeah. And then like um, the hat. In this, he was considerably more curmudgeonly. Um, <laughs> Which, by the way, he just nailed. I mean, that oh, guy, yeah. the guy looked like he was chewing on the words as they exited his mouth. <laughs> you know? I don't was, care about anything. Uh, yeah, he was fantastic. <laughs> and um, Abigail was played by Catherine Jenkins OBE. So, what? Um, for the American listeners, CBE, Sir Michael Gambon, CBE is captain of the British, no, sorry, commander of the British Empire. And Catherine Jenkins, OBE, officer of the British Empire. So you have CBE, OBE, and then MBE, which is a member. And these are honors that are that are bestowed. So knighthood is not necessarily correlated here. That's that is a separate honor. Mm-hmm. So um, actors, musical artists will frequently receive an honor as MBE, OBE, CBE. By the way, that's the order member and then officer and then uh, commander. Those are the, th- those are sort of the, the ranks there. And I believe they do come with some sort of, there's some benefits to those things, but it's an honorific title. It's like getting, um, you know, the, the, the Kennedy awards or something um, here in the U S um, it's not, it's not like getting an Oscar. Okay. That would be like the BAFTAs over there. Mm. This is not getting an award for like, Best picture. It's like a great honor for like yes, and you. I believe these are also bestowed by the queen, um, huh. and they are they're like rec- they're more like a lifetime achievement type of a thing, um, not necessarily a lifetime because you know Catherine Jenkins OBE she she's not you know like in her sixties or something, um, but <laughs> but she she was still uh, received that honor. I think I think um, hmm, what's the guy's name? Uh, Ed Sheeran. I saw a picture of him holding up a medal when I was researching this, and I was like. So is he like an MBE or something? Or but um, <laughs> that's fun. Yeah, yeah. So so, and then again, um, the the title Sir or for women Dame 
means you have been um, uh, given that that distinction, that honor, which is something separate. That's the thing where you go before the queen and you kneel and the, you know the, the the dubbing with the sword and that whole thing. And that is a different honor. You don't have to already have one of the the you know MBE, CBE, or whatever yeah. uh, to be knighted. Um, uh, let's see. Ian McKellen is a knight. Patrick Stewart is a knight. Elton John really is Sir Elton John. Um, at least I think two of the Beatles. I think uh, maybe just one. I don't know. Actually, now that I'm thinking of it, um, why just one? I feel like I, maybe, maybe all, all three or of them. none. Maybe all I three. Of them. Like. Well, no, no, no. Because because um, <laughs> why is my uh, uh, Paul. Uh, went on to do lots of other things after the Beatles. Oh yeah. Um, not that not that the others didn't, but Paul kind of was a bit more popular. Um, yeah, yeah. He's uh, yeah. So I know he is Sir Paul McCartney. Corbin, Paul was knighted. Uh huh. Ringo Starr was knighted in 2018. Uh, yeah, I was gonna say I thought he was knighted huh. kind of recently. The other two had MBEs. Okay. George Harrison declined an OBE because he mm. thought he deserved to be knighted as well. Ooh. Oh. Oh, he just oh, uh, oh. nope. Okay. Oh, what about John? And then he died like, the following year. Oh my god! That is the final line. You don't. You don't diss the queen. <laughs> uh, what about what about uh, what about John? John Lennon. Yeah, uh, I guess he hasn't. Gotten he returned anything? his NBE. I don't know. This is like what? Okay, just reading snippets of an article right now. So, but like, so here's an American trying to explain, you know, hundreds of years of of British uh, tradition and politics. But there are there have been people who have declined MBE, OBE, CBE, or even knighthood on like po- for political reasons and things like that. So it, it has been declined. So obviously, you know, you're making a very definitive yeah. statement when you're saying to the queen, nah. "No thanks." So he returned his. What is that? Who, mean? John? Yeah. Okay. As a protest against Britain's involvement in, in the, the Nigeria Biafra. Thing. Oh, what? Nigeria Biafra thing. That's what it says. I don't know. Biafra uh, thing? What is that? Or is that you making up something? No, that's what it says. Okay. Um. Anyways, that is the, hey, welcome to our new segment, Three Americans Explaining <laughs> British. 40-year-old yeah. British politics. <laughs> Anywho, um, so Abigail, played by Catherine Jenkins, OBE, is a professional singer who was specifically approached for this role because quote, it required singing and acting. And she said, well, I'm not an actress. I'm not an actor. That's going to be actor. garbage. So sure. I'll go in and, uh, and, and try out or whatever, do my audition and it'll be terrible. And they'll recognize that. And then they called her back. And, uh, <laughs> rightly so, because as Tripp said, she did yeah, fantastic she... job acting, but her singing, her singing that song at the oh end of this goodness. episode made the episode it, to me. It's, when I first said we need to do a best of Christmas special, you like, immediately thought back to that. Scene. I never even, I never even went, well, what about this other one? Like no. not even once. No. This, this was one that I wanted this to was do. It for me, yeah. And, um, partly because it is a Christmas Carol. It's, it's Dr. Who does Scrooge. Um, yeah. to me, it's the most Christmassy episode. And, and by the way, there are people who feel very strongly that there are other episodes that are the yeah, most Christmassy. But- um, to me, this is the most Christmassy, um, some people argue the Doctor, the Widow, and the Wardrobe is because it's got that Narnia feel and everything. And I'm but, like, okay, all right, all right, okay. all right. I'm not going to argue with I, that. I, I um, always forget that Narnia a little, is a but Christmas like, story. Hmm? Yeah, I always forget that. It is a Christmas episode, though, yeah. Because remember, it's him on his own as a uh, 
oh crap, what is it? A custodian or whatever. Um, But at any rate, it's also this song that kills me, which is weird because it's not a Christmas song. No. It's a very sad, very sad song, but a very beautiful song. And that's, I think that's part of what gets me is that you're watching it and the snow's falling. I mean, it's just like, come on, Stephen Moffat, what are you trying to do to me here? Like, um, so we watched it on the 23rd, right? We watched it like two days before Christmas yeah. or Christmas Eve. Christmas Eve. Was it Christmas Eve that we watched it? Yeah. It was something like, oh, it was, it was, it was, it was Christmas, Christmas Eve because I told your mom, I was like, don't worry. It's very Christmassy. Yeah. We're not just watching Doctor Who. This is a Christmas special. It's very Christmassy. So, um, uh, but yeah, her, her take on that song, uh, is, is her, her well, take on that song. We should also know else. that song was written for this. That's what I thought. Okay. Yeah. It's called Abigail's song. Oh, well, there you go. Oh. Um, but her singing of that, her performance of that song is just, yeah stunning in that whole scene because you know Kazran's just melting right in front of her and mm-hmm. she's singing definitely directly to him and the snow and it's, just, it, it's amazing and, and, then, and it's and like then the shark like spinning the, and stuff yes oh yeah very epic cinematography yeah. and then the shark that whole the shadow of the shark goes overhead and everything it's great. yeah um yeah so that was that was the only thing i remembered about the shark that and then them riding the sleigh with the shark you know through the sky yeah. at the end i remember that i did not remember how much the fish played yeah. into this episode i completely oh, forgot yeah. about that part, the so. shark was i didn't think the shark came shark back. was the deus ex machina of the episode it really was wasn't yeah, it? Yeah. yeah hey um okay so before we get into the checklist why don't we do um because because it's so rare for us to do this with y'all having seen an episode before what did y'all forget like when you were watching it did, was there something where, you, like we were just saying, like I forgot how much the fish played into it? Was All I remembered yeah. was okay. her being stuck in the her being yeah, frozen, her being sleep. frozen, and I remembered her going to her family's house every Christmas. I remember you saying that really? while we were watching it. Yeah, it, yeah. that's the it story. Was a, I remember it was very okay. special because she went that the one, one time. time. Yeah, I didn't remember yeah. fish or spaceships or any of that. You didn't remember the crashing spaceship? Mm-mm. I did remember really? that because that was the only part that I Amy and Rory played in this. I, in this yeah, I didn't think Amy and Rory were in this episode. When we started yeah. on a spaceship cl- crashing into, I was like, this Y'all is like, not. Wait, Dad, this is the wrong Christmas special. This is the Titanic one. <laughs> yeah, this is not the right. What? It was very much to me about Kazran, not about the spaceship. And I know we had to change right. Kazran to save the spaceship. But that I was felt the, like it was, was the inciting It was incident. very much. Yeah. Kazran and his life and how much the doctor helped him and changed how, his life. How about life. the entire cold open being the crashing ship and Amy going, he comes, he always comes. And then they, they read the message, come along pond. What does that mean? And she goes, it's Christmas. There was like at least one other time where they did something like that, where they responded like, with Christmas uh, and it didn't make sense <laughs> at yeah, all. Like, what was the other one? I can't remember, but I, I remember s- that they were yeah, like I'm Christmas sure Eve, and it's like that's it's not like, an answer. Well, we definitely had to explain to Brayden and Mom what "come along pond" meant oh, because yeah, yeah. out of context, those three words don't make any sense no. as a sentence. Like "come, come along, along pond. pond," like what huh? uh-huh. is pond the verb there? What am I doing? That was hilarious, but why was she like it's Christmas? <laughs> like, what? Yeah, what does that mean? It means it's Christmas. Why does it mean that? I don't understand. If she had said it means we're saved, then that would have yeah, made sense. Because by the way, they were like, on their honeymoon. How did they oh, know yeah. that it was Christmas 
Wait, yeah, how they on that know planet, this on this foreign planet, yeah, on a, on a planet they happen to be crashing into. Like, I don't even think they were going to that planet. I don't even remember why they were crashing into the planet. Yeah, what? I don't think Wait a minute, why were they crashing into the planet? Did something, yeah, what? did something break and the planet's gravity pulled them in? Were these humans? That's what I was assuming. I have no idea. In 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 Doctor Who, it's so hard to tell. Because yeah. you get these people that are like, I've never heard of Hoonan beans or whatever. And they look exactly Hunan like it. Yeah, they definitely are. Literally, humans. they don't even put dots on their face yeah, or they, anything. They like, yeah, yeah. The forehead of the week trope of uh, Star Trek. The forehead of the week. Yeah. <laughs> Y'all never heard of that one? <laughs> no. <laughs> forehead of the week. That's how you know they're aliens because they got bumpy just, bumpy just on their foreheads. Yeah. Um, so what else, uh, what else did you guys misremember? Or just not That's remember? all I did remember. <laughs> <laughs> yeah i didn't okay. remember this i really didn't remember much of this i forgot episode. sinatra and marilyn monroe that whole thing yeah didn't they bring that up later uh, 11 and monroe and sinatra was a thing that, that was, was an yeah. ongoing thing it was like a running gag i think there's a i think there was a, a minisode her, at one point chapel <laughs> involving uh river and marilyn monroe and the doctor oh or something yeah like that, he, she's jealous of marilyn monroe or something i don't remember yeah. uh so was there anything else that uh that stuck out in your mind, uh, like, oh, wait a minute, I, I remembered it going this way. I love that, that you remembered mm. her visiting her family every year, and that was that was yeah, that feels I, like a better story. I don't Ow. remember them going no, I in, I remember them standing out and staring in. Like, to me, it makes more they sense. never went in. I don't remember them going in. Oh, you don't ever remember them going in, at yeah, all? Oh, and then, like, <laughs> like that whole scene, like the exact the opposite time. of what Corbin remembers, yeah. Corbin it like, seems oh, so like, strange to me that. She spent her last eight days every Christmas adventuring to different modern era Earth-based monuments and we crap. Did, we did poke fun at that a little bit. I know but... it was eight days, but it was more than eight years. If I was her family, I would be mad. Like, you're going to oh, spend yeah, you find every out, day like... with the emperor's son, whatever the heck his role the was. <laughs> the mayor, whatever the, the evil mayor's the son dictator. adventuring in the yeah. far yeah, off if past went, if she went of, back every year then then they would expect her to keep coming back but she only had a certain amount of time so i don't know i, th- I thought it, it was i thought it was sweet that that she wanted to see her family you know and, the, and yeah. then it, and then but it that wasn't, wasn't the time. first one that wasn't even the first yeah. thing she thought of yeah yeah um, so something that, uh, like you guys, so you guys were talking about starting off with the crashing ship and what the heck was that all about? I love that it is to me, it is quintessential doctor, especially Smith, that that's what was happening, right? We had a, a spaceship crashing and the end result of that ship not crashing is that we completely rewrote the entire life of a, of a, crotchety old man and made him a better person no like we didn't is, even make him a better person yeah but at the, end, the at the end he was still like no old, but then grumpy but, but then he turned and then they redeemed him at the very very end but that yeah, wasn't that's what the, i mean but the doctor could have done that any when, other when, way he didn't have to go back and he didn't have to go back in time to change his mind. He just had that's to show. My, he had to do the point. one scene where that's he was going to slap himself and didn't. That and is, that no, no, no. That is everything. my point. The thing that I love about this episode is that they, uh, by the way, I also love when the episode clock starts and it's the same amount of time in the real world. She says, oh, yeah. the captain says, we have about an hour. 
Oh, good, because that's how long this episode is. However, in universe, the doctor spends a week with Kazran throughout his yeah. his childhood. And that's what I'm saying I love. That is so quintessential 11th Doctor, Moffat-era Doctor, because you have a, a crisis with a one-hour time limit on it. Yeah, and you spend a month And because, and by the way, around. this is, but, but. This is the this best is use of the TARDIS. All the time. Yeah. yeah. This is our big complaint all the time. Like, just get in there's the time and space seconds, machine. There's 20 seconds before yes. the bomb goes off. Five months Good. later. Go hop in the TARDIS and go somewhere else in time and space and figure it out and then come right back to a minute ago when you have <laughs> yeah. more time. And that's that's the thing is he he went back and it's like, I have all the time in the world because yeah. I left this time stream and I hopped into, and by the way, I love I love that he hopped him into hopping it. into the past in the video yeah. that they're watching. I love, love, love that. I love that they hand waved away why new things recorded? are happening, Why so now you're going to have new memories. And how Kazran had both sets it of memories. It didn't happen that I way. I loved that. But it did. Yes. It was very reminiscent of when Amy had the, the two memories. Like, she remembered growing up without parents, but she also remembered growing up with parents. That whole duality that she had to deal with. Um, uh, Rory remembers being a centurion, yeah. even though he never was. And yeah. he can only sort of remember it when he tries real hard. I love that crap, where it's just like, you know what? That's not how any of this should work. But that's how it's going to work but in this universe. So we're going to go it. exactly, exactly. So let's go with it, right? Yeah. Um, the fact that the painting showed up, the painting of Abigail showing but then up, it, but it's it like stopped. It, no, no, no. I think that was it, two different. That was oh, two different paintings. Oh, okay. Right. I think it's like he'd been looking over his shoulder at his dad's painting. Then he looked over the other shoulder, and there was Abigail. And because we've never looked in that part of the room, was it there before? I don't know. Don't Who know. knows? And it just, I love it. I love it. So the, him him taking as much time as he needed to go on this this like life altering side quest, and by the way, along the way, making almost making a companion out of Kazran. Oh yeah, I mean like they this were is like girl in the fireplace buddies. level involvement yeah, in yeah. his life. And he was there every year. Yeah, and when Kazran finally like turned the cold shoulder because he realized she only had one she day left one day and he told the doctor let's just leave it I've, i'm busy i've got other things the doctor's look on yeah. his face was he goes what happened what aren't you yeah, telling what me? Are you there was genuine concern there he was no longer he was no longer fighting an enemy yeah. that was old man he Kazran. was helping a friend exactly and i love that yeah. and i love that in the end kazran um Kazran went through that whole process. It didn't of, seem like he hated the doctor. It didn't feel but then he like loved the doctor old again. buddies when they when he came back. They didn't feel like old friends. It felt because like he said, still because he enemies. blamed the doctor for his heartbreak and his oh. heartache. Not to and mention it had been like sixty years. Yeah, right, right. Yeah. But still, you can remember him as like an old friend, like childhood friend. No, I, th type I think it's thing. the other way around. Well, he did say that? that at one point, anyways. Yeah. I was looking at the pictures. Oh, yeah, he said yeah. something about an old friend. Yeah, I yeah. met him today, and but it's like I've known him my whole life. Yeah. So, yeah. anyways, I, I love I loved all of that. Yeah. Um. So the checklist: name of the episode spoken in dialogue. A Christmas yes. Carol. Yeah, a Christmas did. Carol. Oh, that's a right. Christmas Carol. I forgot to write it down. Yeah, they said it like three times in, in a row. row. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, drop that in there real quick. Uh, the creature of the week would have to be the uh, the sky fish slash sky, sky sharks, right? What? I guess. You guess. Do you have a, 
uh, another no, choice? I just, okay. <laughs> what? I don't understand why you're saying you guess. I, they're just goofy to me. Why? That doesn't make them not creatures of the week, here's, though. Here's like the thing. The, the sky shark showing up at the end uh-huh. was like... <laughs> it was like what? 60 years. I know we said sharks, live, sharks a live a long time. Yeah. It's still just so funny that it's like, oh, the shark is back. This shark was already such a weirdly big role in this episode. <laughs> and now he's going to like come save the day. Yeah, like what? It's... The thing about the fish and the shark is, to me, it's just silly enough for a Christmas episode. I don't know that I would appreciate yeah. them outside of this context. <laughs> yeah. I would just be like, that's kind of dumb. Skyfish? But like, really? really? Because, I mean, they were in no way different from other fish, except that they swim through the ice crystals in the air, which, by the way, is not how anything No, I know. Not ice crystals. The vibrations in the Electric air unlocked the weather. Like, well, okay, but how do they breathe? They're not breathing the electrical particles or whatever. Like, Well, they no. be. Yeah, it's this just, it's just a, a way of getting those crazy creatures. I mean, Stephen Moffat had a fever dream, and he said, let me put it in a Christmas special. And, yeah. And... Their weird water substitute. If you sing at the right frequency, you can <laughs> control the currents and lock them in certain parts yeah. of the. Yeah, you can block ocean. them off and keep them up in up higher in the atmosphere. Yeah, yeah I don't know. It's, it's it's a very very weird thing, which you know some sci-fi needed, goes we very that. very weird. We needed and th- that for the song though. At the um, very end, I am fine with it. If that's uh, the yeah. only reason that it's there was to make that song happen, I'm yeah. fine with it. Um, and like I said, I don't, I don't dislike it. I just think it's it, weird. It's very weird. But I'll give it to him for and Christmas. I'm, I'm glad that we didn't dive into it. I'm glad that we didn't have. You're glad okay, we didn't here's the explaining. Dive that, oh into my. It. <laughs> <laughs> Hilarious. If we'd had, if we'd have spent too much time in there, things would have gotten a little fishy, maybe. Yeah. <laughs> I feel like they shouldn't have swam like regular fish exactly though. like fish <laughs> yeah. in water that that's my point is that they were like the massive shark moving through yeah, air like it's swimming yeah, they is, weren't they, they they weren't shaped any different they weren't like alien fish they had like magical no. gills that allowed them to like hold on they were on to some, the yeah the they were air on some alien better. planet so you could come up with anything yeah. and just call them space fish they ride on air pockets yeah you know do the star trek thing like of you know uh, Maldoronian fish, you know, like yeah, they're just, you know, they always come up with some stupid thing like they uh, ride on the carbon yeah, dioxide. They, in the they air. throw in an alien planet name, but then still call it a goat. Yeah, you know, it's like what? What? <laughs> Anyways, um, so I, I, yeah, I was, I was fine with the skyfish. I, I thoroughly enjoyed the, uh, the ridiculous skyfish. Um, the TARDIS. Uh, what's this? Oh, it yeah, it couldn't lock onto the ship because it was crashing. Yeah, because it was crashing. No, it was something. About oh, was it because of the, the ice crystals? crystals? Oh, what that? Which the electrical current out of a black hole. I did. The I did like that. Um, that was a shut up and eat your popcorn moment. If, Absolutely. If we've ever had one, because yeah. he's like, oh, the TARDIS can't lock onto the ship, so other solution. We got to go try <laughs> back in the past. Exactly. I got to fix. Like I got to fix Scrooge. Um, yeah <laughs> yeah exactly um however uh yes perhaps it's a little hand wavium that the tardis couldn't lock onto the ship fine we'll grant him that but we did use the tardis in this episode to wonderful effect jumping yeah. okay i loved that they jumped into he jumped back into 
the video that they were watching, and then later on, when they didn't know the combination, yeah, he jumped. He back. hopped back in, walked in the door to hear him shouting it out loud and say thanks, and then walked back through. Yeah, I, like, I loved that. Yes. I loved every bit of that. So they finally, yes, yes, using the TARDIS. But why do you have to go up could. to the? You had to go up the stairs to like, like where uh, was he didn't the, park TARDIS. the TARDIS in the room? He parked it in the hallway for some reason. I just what? to make it more just to make it more dramatic where so he he's saying the number the out loud and then from behind he hears thank you and he looks around and he slams the door yeah because if he heard the TARDIS coming back in it wouldn't have you wouldn't have had that neat little effect yeah. um the Sonic um <laughs> uh young Kazran says when girls are crying are you oh no 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 no, no. it was uh, I think she's going to kiss me now what do yeah. I do and he says you know like why don't you uh, be nervous and be rubbish about it and he's like why? He's like, because that's probably what's going to happen. Might as well make it Might seem well like part of the plan. Yeah. <laughs> you know, like, and then he says, either you have two choices: either go and kiss the girl, or go to your room and invent a new kind of screwdriver. <laughs> Don't make my mistakes, <laughs> Doctor. Like, no. Which this is the history. It's this is the inception though. of the song. In high school, I could have kissed the girl, but I decided Instead, to make a I made a sonic <laughs> screwdriver. But I mean, this is coming from a guy with presumably at least two wives and. Multiple oh, other yeah. love interests yeah. in this show. certainly. But how any of those ever happened? I mean, like, I mean, yeah. can we just be honest that like he and River are a thing because of River, not because of him? <laughs> oh yeah. I mean, let's just let's just be honest. Um, he, <laughs> Absolutely he true. Did not know what he <laughs> yeah. was doing. I love even times where he's like trying to flirt with her. He's kind of bad at it. Like, yeah. Yeah. Um, like. <laughs> yeah. Mostly their flirting was her going, "I hate you," and him going, "No, you don't." <laughs> that's that's most of it. So. <laughs> um let's see the psychic paper he broke the psychic paper with a lie too big he said <laughs> it's just way you'll see that i am a what was it a responsible uh well-mannered adult or something like, something that. Was, like that yeah and he was like it's just a bunch of wavy lines all right finally a lie too big for the psychic <laughs> paper <laughs> um random jiggery pokery he had to recover the data using quantum enfolding and a paper clip I love that. I love that. And it could also go under the title of The Dr. Braggs. Oh, yeah. Um, Quantum folding in a paperclip, obviously. Yeah, duh. Uh, name dropping. I didn't put this in here, but um, he mentioned uh, that Santa is real. And then, did he show a picture? He pulled out a he picture, He pulled out a yeah. picture of him and with like, Santa, Sinatra, oh, and yeah. Einstein. The young blonde in the back was Einstein, <laughs> which was such a great... Such a great like twist reveal, and that blonde in the back, Einstein. Einstein. We were a pair. Let me tell you, you know, or a group or whatever it was. <laughs> um, and then I, I love that that sort of callback later that they end up at at a party, and Kazran says, uh, "Come on back, Abigail. Frank's gonna sing." Like, okay, so Kazran uh, is on a first name basis with Frank Sinatra, Frank's and then the doctor sing. accidentally gets married to Marilyn Monroe. Like out of spite because they wouldn't stop kissing because Kazran and Abigail wouldn't stop kissing. I did love that. Like, how do you keep how do you, going how do you on breathe? like that? How do you breathe? Like, come up how do you me. keep going like that? Yes, how do you keep going? <laughs> um, other stuff we noticed. Oh, we. I think I think we talked about this in episode seventy-seven. The secret of the bow tie. Yeah. I love this. I, yeah. I love this. Oh, Corbin doesn't. I love what? this, and I also love that it comes out in a awesome. Christmas special, not in a main main story yeah um this was definitely the right episode to put this in yes he says look at me i wear the bow tie and i don't care do you trust me and he says yes and he goes that's, that's why, why it's, it's cool. cool i'm like that's amazing and then we flash back to kazran and he looks down and he's wearing a bow tie 
I was like, I didn't notice that because I was writing didn't? this note. No, I was I was typing that note. Yeah, so it, we went it back flashed back Kazrin to Kazrin and, and he lift and he like touches the bow tie. Oh, I didn't even notice that. That's so cool, uh-huh. Corbin. What's wrong with you? And by that I mean, <laughs> what do you yeah. not like about this? And as a result That's of what you're about you. to say, what is wrong with you? Uh, I feel like the doctor is conflating people trusting him and people really liking his bow tie. What? I mean, of course he is. He's, he's talking to he's a kid not, and trying to make him feel better. He's not saying the bow tie he's is not why people trust him, yeah. obviously. But that's a great backstory. Yeah, that's, that's awesome. a great backstory. Anyways, doesn't have to be true. I'm going to start wearing bow ties now. Uh, anyways, uh, oh gosh, okay. The doctor said everything has to end, or else nothing would ever get started. And I wrote, "This is both bullcrap <laughs> and the opposite of everything the doctor usually acts like." But also, it was an amazing line. So shut up and eat your popcorn. No, it's it's not an amazing. I hate this line. What? I everything has to end. Or this is one of those. Never get started. Yeah, no, that's not no. But I can start something without ending another thing. <laughs> I I do it all the time. But I listen. I start websites all the time without destroying another one. <laughs> no, but. It's not. It's you have not to finish. We're not talking you can about. Can only have one we're not at a time. The the the, you know, law of of conservation but, of mass and energy here. You can't start a thing without ending another thing. It's not how it works. It's not but, how the universe works. And but, I think this sentiment has been said <coughs> elsewhere in Doctor Who. And again, it's the complete opposite. We've literally <laughs> said on screen that Doctor hates endings. But, I think the doctor has said it, and I think River has said it, or River said it to Amy, or Amy said it to River, or something. <laughs> the doctor hates endings, always hates endings. That's why he doesn't want he wants life to win. Yeah. Right, that was the whole thing with Azur. She wants to see she the thirteenth doctor wants to see life continue. She wants to see things live and grow and and, and be and continue. And as Jura says, why is that better? And we talked about how the doctor lost that fight here. But the doctor wait, hates he saw this endings. doctor rip out the last page of a book because he doesn't like endings. He did, yes, <laughs> yes, <laughs> that was exactly. this doctor. That was this doctor. That, that was like last season, probably. Uh, uh, no, it's next season. It's next it's, season. It's during. Wow. It's the episode where Amy and Rory. The book was written by River. Yeah. Yeah. Um, yeah. Um, yeah, the, the doctor, especially this doctor, but the doctor hates endings. Think about the 10th doctor when he realized he was going to have to sacrifice himself to, to save Wilf. I could do so much more. Yeah. I could do so much more. And, and, and instead I have to die and some other man goes sauntering away with my life. The doctor hates endings, even when it's not a real ending because he's going to regenerate and he's going to yeah. go on, but it's not going to be the same it's going to be an ending of that chapter and the doctor hates endings and that's one of the things that i love about the doctor because i do too and so this line both sucks in general as a philosophy no you don't have to end something just to begin like does something coming to its end sometimes lead to a new beginning yes is that the only way that new things can begin no so shut up about Uh, it you're wrong i don't like I understand the sentiment. If the sentiment yeah. is, hey, sometimes an ending is just a new a beginning. New beginning. 
Yeah, that right? that would have been the right line here then. Uh what's what's the line? Um crap, there's a song from the nineties floating in my head right now. I almost quoted it word for word. Um Every new beginning comes from some other beginning's end. Oh yeah. I hate that line too, because no, not every new beginning, some <laughs> new beginnings. Some new beginnings come from something else ending, right? Yeah. That's fine. But it's not all the time. And that's the thing I hate is people are like, well, and it's because I think no one likes endings. Yeah. But they try and make it feel okay. <gasps> comes to comes down to Dad some, striking at the heart. <laughs> something ending, people dying. Don't even get me started on that. But all these relationships ending, jobs ending, all these kinds of things. It's like, no, it's it's like yeah. it's, it's over. That chapter's gone. And those it's didn't never need coming to back end for something else to start. Huh? But be, those things didn't need to end for something else to start. Yeah. But because they did. Sometimes they do. Something sometimes else in order for you to start something new, you have to end something else. To yeah. start this new career, you have to wrap up the one that you're in. That that happens, but it's not always. It's not always. It's not always. Anyways, um, who's who? Uh, I wrote down who's Kazran, Ab- Abigail, Amy, and Rory, and then didn't write any notes on yeah, them. Yeah, because so. all of them are. I feel like we don't. talked. Like, not Amy, we're Amy and Rory them. weren't. Amy and Rory here. were not in this episode. Okay, can we talk about Amy Why and Rory? Why are you dressed though? like that? <laughs> That's so crazy. A. That was so great. Eyes off the legs. Didn't we talk about this was the first married couple to travel in the TARDIS? I think we. I think so. I think we established that. And it just brings in a whole different dynamic. Like. The honeymoon suite. Yes. Yes. Now, we're a family friendly show, folks. So don't worry. But. (laughs) But. When you have, you kind of always have the the romantic tension and undercurrent, you know, like you had it with Rose and nine and ten. You had it with um, Martha and ten. Um, you didn't get any of that with uh, Donna. That was one of the jokes. Yeah. Was like, are y'all married? Like, you know, that was always the joke. They there was no romantic tension there, which I I liked. Um, you definitely had some some romantic tension with um, Amy and Eleven at the beginning. Until yeah. Amy and Rory finally cemented. You had some of that with, um, oh, you definitely had it with Clara. Um, there's always been these sort of undercurrents and everything. But this is, n- it's no longer will they, won't they. Yeah, They are married. And yeah. they are definitively a couple. And thankfully, we get to a point in their relationship where it's, it's we're going to live together or die together. It's me and you, Rory. Yeah. Thankfully, we finally got there. Um but I, I just I love these little these little moments. There's a speaking of minisodes. There's a minisode that I, I watched um, recently. Oh, it's the it's the one where the uh, we we referenced it a little bit ago, where the TARDIS materializes inside of itself. Uh-huh. And there's 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 a bit there about a about a skirt <laughs> that you know um, uh, Rory gets distracted and hooks the wrong coupling up because of Amy's skirt or something like that. And um, I just I love these these little bits that they're doing there. And so for her to yeah. come out. By the way, did y'all, I mean, do you get the callbacks? She came out in yeah. the police uniform she was wearing in the first, in the first episode, episode that we saw her in. And then Rory in the Centurion, the Centurion costume Centurion kills costume. me. Kills me dead. It's like, why are you dressed <laughs> like that? And he's like, um, it's just, you know, and Amy's going, shut up, shut up, shut Rory, up, shut up. up. And Rory goes, it's, it's harmless fun. Shut up, Rory. Shut up, Rory. Yeah. I just, him coming out though in, because it'd be one thing if he came out in like whatever he was wearing in that same episode, yeah. that would have been funny. But him coming out in the, in the Centurion costume, because again, he never was one. If yeah. you will recall, <laughs> this Rory never was one, but he remembers being one. 
I love it. I love it. Love it. Love it. Um, so what about Kazran and Abigail? Anything else that we want to say about them that we didn't cover? No, nah, I feel like we kind of already talked as much about them as we can. Does anybody does anybody want to question Abigail's motives? <laughs> because everyone else down there in cryostasis was essentially in the weirdest spacey wacy debtors prison imaginable, <laughs> yeah. where they are literally collateral for their relatives. But first of all, first of all, how weird of a system is that? Because yeah, when she got frozen, her her sister is now like a grandmother, you know. So like, how long has she been frozen? Well, like like fifty or sixty years, yeah. Based off of Kazran's age, get to the um, point where you haven't paid it off, and it's like down to the third generation, and they don't care about this yeah, person anymore. Yeah, what? does the debt well, just keep rolling that's on? Great great grandma Abigail. Yeah, because like whose debt was Abigail years. collateral for? I would have thought it would have been her father. Like, was it her sister or something? That doesn't yeah, make I any think sense. She really. said so, like, it at is one the point. sister paying off the debt that the father incurred all those decades ago or whatever? And then, secondly, though, I mean, I'm not trying to cast aspersions here or anything, but the fact that they they said, "Oh, you need to take one of us as human collateral." Here, take Abigail. She's only got eight already, days to I, live anyway. Oh my god! I know. Like, Jeez, she's gonna die. I mean, is anyway. that like, I is think that like she... putting up a car that doesn't run as collateral or something? Mm. You know, like <laughs> ah, take the take the half dead one. Yeah, <laughs> half dead. Take she was on eight yeah, days. Eight days. Half dead one. Yeah, I just, I mean, again, this it's one such a minor last, point. Right? But I, I thought about it. I was like, wait a minute, when they froze her. Like she had eight days left. Wait, I'm, why okay, does it have a meter okay. telling you how long they have left? Yeah, to by live the way, that's it. not how it works. Unless what, whatever, she had like a dead switch on her heart or something. Whatever disease or symptoms she was suffering from were not visible. She at had all. no symptoms. Oh, yeah, yeah no. she worked perfectly for those eight days. Oh yeah, down to the last second, she was all. singing her heart out on, and riding on, in a sleigh. Can like, I just pause oh and point God. out to my robot son that you just I said know, she up. worked perfectly? I'm tired. I. <laughs> but you didn't say <laughs> she was fine and looked she was, healthy. She was. She fully operated within normal parameters for the whole eight days. But I mean, like. On her final day, she, she was fine. walking yeah. she around, was singing an opera out singing, in the streets in the snow. And then they like, <laughs> and riding away in a sleigh. And presumably, you know, like I'm surprised we didn't get a post credit scene of like Kazran, you know, cracking the and whip on the shark oh, and then looking over and Abigail's oh, dead no. in the sleigh. Like, and <laughs> on both of those combined, they still knew the number of days she had yeah, left. What? Like, yeah. What? <laughs> Yeah, that's why not is how, that even a that's thing? That's not how that works. Uh, again, that unless there was literally like some sort of dead man switch somewhere, like <laughs> this disease. You only get to live thirty days, and uh, yeah, then it'll yeah, rupture your heart. Yeah, that's that's yeah. <laughs> <laughs> that one seems like you'll be fine for a year, and at the very end, your heart will explode yeah. <laughs> <laughs> at nine fifty-seven yeah. p.m. on Christmas Day. Yeah. Anyways, um, anything else to say about uh, Kazran? Wait, I have the doctor was talking about Abigail. He's like, you've been or wait, no, Abigail said it, I think. She's like, I've been living Christmas Eve for so long. Might as well live Christmas, Christmas day. day. Yeah. I just love that line. That was, that was great. Awesome. Yeah, that was that was a great line. It must yeah. be weird for her going to sleep and waking up immediately and it's Christmas Eve. Yeah, and every yeah. time she was like, Doctor. Wait a minute. Is this like 
uh, Christmas do-over where <laughs> it's yeah. Christmas every day for ah. her for a week. They, they kind of did that too, where they would shut the door and open it again immediately. Oh, they, they definitely, like yeah. They, I loved that effect. Which, when they, from her pers- the camera was like through her eyes. They should have done yeah. it for the last one where they kind of flash back and it's like teenage him and the doctor. They close the door and then open it up and it's like old Kazran. That would have been oh, awesome. That would have been really interesting. Except that's not how it happened though, right? He didn't open the door for her, did he? She oh, no, no, got, no, that's right. He, yeah, what he, even happened? <clears throat> he like opened it, but then oh, walked yeah. away and then she comes out. And I can't remember what happened. Yeah, there, but it was what? weird. I'm fuzzy there. Um, I'm still curious. Um, if we're talking about Kazran, I'm still curious. So, so we established it was it was eight days, right? It was yeah, eight it was Christmases. Eight yeah, and it was way more than eight Christmases. Let's say he was. Let's say he was twelve. All right, that would make him yeah. twenty on the last one. Didn't he say he was twenty-four years old? Maybe I'm, did I he say that or am I aware? It was that up? definitely more than eight years. <laughs> I mean, yeah, like that that time where she goes, Kazran. They definitely Kazran seemed like there was a big years. jump there. Yeah, yeah. They definitely he went from like. 16 to like 19 I feel like in that one year. Two actors. Yeah. There was no they transition. Did. There was no yeah. middle period. It was like every year he looked the same until he was yeah. full grown. Full grown. Yeah, yeah. Like grown Couldn't man. have had the fog cover up like blocks that he's standing on right. so he looks taller. <laughs> taller. Put on makeup way, though, or something. I don't know. That that sequence of Dr. Dr. Kazran was like, oh. wow. <laughs> that was very well done. I love that line there. Um, who is the doctor? 900 years of time and space. And I've never met someone who wasn't important. I forgot I that was a Christmas that. episode. I love that. I, that is a of course it was line a Christmas of the doctor. Episode. I forgot that was a Christmas yeah. episode. 900 <laughs> years of time and um, space. Oh, there was a great line of uh, where Kazran says, what do you want? And he says, a simple life. <laughs> but because I can't have that or something yeah, like that. In fact, I thought that was great. Um, oh, and then um, uh, he tells Amy that, you know, uh, basically he found the way to fix everything, but an old man won't do what he wants him to. And she says, were you extra charming and clever? And he says, yes. How'd you know? <laughs> extra charming. That's fantastic. Um, anything to, can we talk about this week? Nah, not really. Nah. Well, you guys, we'll just take a minute to remind you that noobs in the Whovian is brought to you by listeners like Victor, Jared and James. Um, Hey, Christmas is over, but you know, you can send a Christmas present our way. Just send yeah. a buck, send a buck. That's all we want. And you can make it recurring or even just do a one time. Hey, it's the end of the year. We've been listening to you all year. We really appreciate what you do. Uh, send a dollar. Send a dollar. That's all it takes. Yeah. Noobsinthewhovian.com slash support. You can do it one one time. Make it recurring. Um, either way you want to go. So um, overall impressions rating out of 10. Who wants to start? I will go first. With a, I'll will go with, with a 10 <laughs> out of 10. This is my favorite episode that I've seen in a very long time. The, I love Eleven. I love everything about this. Sorry, Chibs. Like, <laughs> like, I just, this is probably, this is probably my favorite Doctor. Maybe 10 is my favorite. I don't know. But, like, I just loved everything about this episode. And it's like, there's Amy and Rory, and now I'm, like, remembering all about them. It makes and me want to I'm remembering all of the all Doctor. of Amy and Rory. Yeah. yeah. And I'm like, oh. So good. There's so much in this episode. And, like, the, the last couple of minutes just made the whole episode, like, so much better. Like, I love the resolution on this. And I loved it. We 
We didn't just get a, oh, the doctor changed his life, so now he's all good guy now. We had to actually, like, go and see what made him change. It wasn't yeah. just the fact that the doctor yeah. was there with him that made him be a good guy or whatever. <laughs> he he had, like, an actual, like, thing, and I just loved... There was, like, funny parts, then there was, like, sad parts, then there was happy yeah. parts, and, yeah, just 10 out of 10... Um, um, Choking sharks. <laughs> choking. Okay. Um, yeah, I'll, I'll go ahead and kick it off with um, uh, 10 out of 10 oh, half sonics. Mm-hmm. Um, <laughs> which, by the way, when the camera lingered on that thing for a second, I realized I hmm. think they sell that. You can, you can buy I'm all of the sure sonics. I'm sure they do. And I'm pretty sure that they sell this version of Eleven's of course yeah, they do. sonic. Yeah, of course. I uh, he got two Wait, TARDIS console rooms. Sonic? He, uh, oh, there you go. Um, <clears throat> yeah, by the way, I watched um, a clip the other day of uh, 12 giving uh, River her Sonic. And yeah. I remembered how much that kills me dead every single time. That episode, man. A, uh, you know, a lot of people, um, I, I was seeing a lot of chatter about favorite Christmas episodes over the last couple of weeks, obviously. Uh, this one came up a lot. Um, Doctor the Widow and the Wardrobe came up a lot, and then the Husbands of River Song came up a lot as well. And um, that one, to me, I I didn't I didn't want to vote for that one as my favorite Christmas special because that's not a Christmas special to me. That whole thing is about River, and mm-hmm. um, that the ending of that episode kills me dead every time. I don't even have to watch the whole episode; just watching a clip of that final scene. Of them oh. at Drillium, I just die um, every every single time. So, um, ten half Sonics again. This episode, um, it's 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 Christmas. It's silly. It's timey wimey. It's wibbly wobbly. Um, it's a great classic, you know, Christmas time message. I mean, it's one hundred percent Scrooge, um, but but with enough sci fi layered on top of it that it's still a very good Doctor Who episode. Um, that's the thing. You got Skyfish. You've got weird wibbly wobbly stuff all wrapped around a Christmas Carol. So it's, it can't, can't get better than this. 10 out of 10 half Sonics. Corbin. You turd. I'm sorry. (sighs) There were a lot of parts about this. Pieces of crap. (laughs) There were a lot of parts about this episode. I liked, but I think it was far from perfect. I still think I would have preferred an episode that was her meeting with her family a lot more. Okay. And what would they have done? <laughs> like, I don't know. I didn't feel like really linger on their adventures. It would have been interesting if they'd have gone and done their adventure and then always come back for dinner with the family or something. Okay. That, would have, that would have been kind of yeah. something like that. Yeah. I feel like they spent a lot of time with kid Kazran and then they were like really rushing through his relationship with Abigail. In my opinion, mm-hmm. at least um, I felt like I almost they needed more time. There was I, one I day like where they like fell in more, love yeah. so hard. It's I like, I felt like what? there were That's more Christmases with, with yeah. young man yeah. Kazran than Kinda kid like two, Kazran. Right. Like I think it was just, it was two, it was two that yeah. we saw that we saw. Yeah. So what's your score? So what is, your, like, what is your invalid score? that we're gonna ignore? Like an eight, 8.5. Maybe. Okay. That's fine. That's fair. That's fair. It, yeah. I don't You're hate it. Bad. I'm okay. just saying it's far from perfect. Okay, so I'll grant you that. Not the best episode you've seen in a while. Fishy. Eight point five out of ten. Skyfish. 
Uh, so that just brings us down to the game plan, guys. Um, next week, we're heading into 2022 with a bang or a, a zap from a Dalek. A Gatling gun zap. <laughs> oh, that's right. Oh, yeah. yeah, it's like a, yeah, it's like a, a Gatling gun uh, Dalek blaster thing. So um, we, we know that it's the Daleks. We know that it is Doctor Who does Groundhog's Day. That's why we saw the doctor and her two companions get presumably killed <laughs> yeah. um, by a Dalek. So it's one of those things where you see that in the next time and you go, oh, well, obviously oh, that's going to be a non-fatal Dalek blast, which doesn't exist. Imagine if then it, it turns was. Out, <laughs> nope, it is uh, fatal, but they're just going to be in a time loop. And then, by the way, oh my gosh, the Doctor Who headlines this week have been unbearable. Unbearable. <laughs> I have seen companions three, confirmed dead. Uh, I have seen three different news sources. News. I use the term news <laughs> lightly. Three different sources with headlines saying confirmed doctor is killed by Daleks in the <laughs> oh New Year's special. And I'm like, that is the most is clickbaity no. bullcrap nonsense. Awesome. We saw in awesome. the next time. The other, the was- other clickbait title that I've seen is, uh, oh crap, now I can't think of her name. So I ran a, a quick search uh, for Doctor Who replacement. Here are, here are the top headlines. These, this is what I've been seeing. Doctor Who, colon, Jodie Whittaker replaced by Lydia West as linked to showrunner unveiled? Question mark. <laughs> uh, Doctor Who fans reignite calls for Lydia West to replace Jodie Whittaker. Doctor Who star Jodie Whittaker shares her replacement pick. It's Lydia West. Um, <laughs> no way. Oh, here's one that the actors rumored to take over. Um, but here's what I've been seeing over and over again was that one, that first one there, uh, Jodie Whittaker replaced by Lydia West. Like, That's what I've been variations of that, where it's like the headline it is 100% makes, confirmed. Yes. Makes it seem like they it's are, been announced. Here's what happened. Yeah. They were, somebody was interviewing Jodie Whittaker, presumably about the new year special. Yeah. <clears throat> and somebody said, uh, who would you pick? And she said, not that I have the power. Oh, yeah. But if I did, I would recommend somebody who I know is solid and stellar. And she said, Lydia West. And I can't remember if there's a connection, <laughs> if the two of them have been on anything together. I recognize Lydia West's face and I can't, I can't remember why. I can't think, let me see if I can real quick find... Um, She's got this face that I'm like immediately going, oh yes, her. But then I immediately can't think. I want to say she was in an episode of Black Mirror that I've seen, which would of course, you know, be uh, why I I, I always do that. Oh, let's see. She was in uh, 2020 uh, Dracula movie. (laughs) She's in HBO's Years and Years, which I I don't know. Oh, It's a Sin, which is a Russell T. Davies show, I believe. She was in that. Um yeah, that's that's the main stuff that's coming up. Very few things, actually. Oh, really? Mm-hmm. Half of them are in post production. Yeah, oh, so I, so I maybe she's uh, kind of up and coming. Yeah, very new. I'm trying to see if there's anything else that I knew her from. Um, I I swear she was in um, Black Mirror. Let me see here. She probably was. It's just not even listed because it's like everybody was in Black Mirror. What? Why is it only showing me three things? Oh, holy cow. 
Because Francis, those are the only three that have been released. Everything yeah. she's got eight credits, but only three of them have been released. Oh, the rest so of them are in post production. Okay, so she might not be who I was thinking of then. But at any rate, um, so Jodie Whittaker makes that statement, and everybody's like, "Oh, it's definitely going to be her." So it's like what? Yeah, not that I have the power, but right, right, right. So and, I don't know oh, who it is. But. And then I and then I saw and then I saw the headline that, that shook me, guys. It shook me. Jodie Whittaker's doctor confirmed will regenerate fall. Oh my goodness. Oh my goodness. No way. You guys are late to the show. And it was and I looked at it, I was like, surely this is from a month ago. And people knew that three seasons ago. People knew that three seasons ago. No, we didn't know that three seasons ago. But anyways. Um so at any rate, guys, um, we are gonna be covering uh the Eve of the Daleks, and then we finally get back to the master plan to watch Logopolis. Um, that is going to be, I think, the fourth Doctor, um, and I think it's the fourth Doctor's regeneration episode. So we're going to oh. get like some, we're going to get some cool stuff. We're going to get the Master. We're going to get the fourth Doctor regeneration episode. Mm. Um, so that's that's going to be. I think I'm right about that. I think I'm right about that. Then by request, uh, after we cover Logopolis, by the way, multi-part episode. So make you know make the appropriate plans here. I don't remember how many parts it is. Um, so that's going to be fun for us like Corman's never home at night anymore. Anyways, um, we are headed to Disney plus for Prince of Persia, the sands of time to do a timey wimey and, uh, just a heads up. Okay. So it is on Disney plus. So if you don't already have it, grab yourself a two week free trial. Uh, not yet <laughs> in a couple of weeks. Um, but this is PG 13. Okay. So I know we stay family friendly and I feel like PG 13 is skirting the edge of that. Yeah. I looked at it. It seems to be PG-13 for intense sequences of violence and action. So according to DMB, uh, DMB, IMDB, there's no cussing, there's no nudity, and the violence seems to be mostly bloodless. Like there's one scene where a guy gets like slashed across his chest and has blood on his oh, chest, no. but it's not like, you know, hacking off limbs. and. Yeah. It seems like, you know, uh, you know, Robin Hood level of sword play. And I, I watched it years ago and I, I don't, I don't remember, but I don't, I don't remember that this is not 300 or something like that. Okay. Um, which is not PG-13. <laughs> that's, yeah, like, no. that's like R plus. Um, yeah. So at any rate, um, it is, it is PG-13. So parents maybe, maybe checking out in advance um, before you sit down with your kids. Or if you're one of our listeners, who's not doing this show with their kids, yeah. just watch it. It'll be great. And <laughs> do whatever. Um, so that'll be in a couple of weeks. I just wanted to sort of give everybody a heads up. I decided I'm going to leave the survey running because, um, we, we haven't decided on the other ones. So if you're going to go vote on your favorite episodes for the various doctors, go ahead and go do that. And basically like, as we approach each doctor, we'll make our decision. And so if we get some more votes between, you know, here and there, um, we'll, we'll take those into account. Um, and yeah, so, oh, that's at noobsinthehoovian.com slash Best of B E S T O F. Guys, Noobs in the Hoovian is a production of Master Closet Studios where it's always smaller on the inside. Your senior producer is me, Austin Reason. Your audio engineer is Thisson. I'm Trip. Your production editor is Thatton. I'm Corbin. Special thanks to tardis.wikia.com for the trivia. Thanks to uh, Jared, Victor, and James for their ongoing Patreon support. And you can head over to noobsinthehoovian.com where you can find out how to support us as well or follow us on all the things. Contact us in any way you want to and subscribe wherever you need to. And wherever you do, make sure that you leave a rating behind, drop some stars, share us with a friend, not because we're a great show, but because we watch one. As always, my name is Austin. I'm the Hoovian. These were Sons Corbin and Trip. And, and we're, we're the, the news. news. And until next time, be safe if you can be, but always 
amazing. Goodbye. There were some Christmas specials with Clara. There was like two. She was an ice witch. She was. No, she She wasn't. She wasn't. She was in that episode, but she wasn't the ice. uh, What was it? Uh, Matron or whatever. I don't remember. That's the Uh, way. (laughs) 